as I was singing this morning about come Lord Jesus, you know, sometimes we forget to invite the one who has the ability to change things. Sometimes as people, we forget to include the person who can help us the most. And this is, this is not on purpose. This is just who we are. As people, as people, we tend to get so focused on the moment that we forget that God is bigger and greater and has the ability to do amazing things. Think about some of the miracles that happen in Scripture that we fly over. We just, we fly over these things. Christmas season has come and gone, but how did that happen? It was because of the virgin birth of Mary, and we understand that. But just pause for a second. You talk about a girl who was given the privilege to carry the Messiah, Jesus Christ, by this supernatural event of the Holy Spirit, and now this girl is pregnant, and she's conceived this baby by the Spirit of God, and we just, just flies by her, you know, just, just doesn't amaze us anymore. I was watching a documentary on state parks of uh, the United States, and there's this one in Alaska where during the wintertime, everything freezes, and they had this frog, this frog that was like, uh, just frozen, and they had a time-lapse camera on this little frog, and it, uh, it yes, I have to do the sound, Doris. <laughs> One time I was doing a sleep therapy. <laughs> I got to tell this story. One time I was doing this sleep therapy. And, uh, and, and, you know, because I just can't sleep. I usually average, without help, I usually average about four hours of sleep. And it's just frustrating because I know I should be sleeping longer. And, you know, and it's, it's just, it's frustrating. But anyway, so I go to the sleep th thing and, and the doctor hooks me up with all these wires. And, and they say, okay, uh, give me a check one, two, check one, two. Okay, give me a snore. <sighs> Hey, I watched Three Stooges. That's the way they sound when they snore, you know? And so, anyways, that, yes, I have to make the noise. So this frog uh, is frozen, okay? And then the time-lapse camera goes, and all of a sudden, uh, 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 it comes back to life after being frozen all winter long. Things like that amaze me. I had to rewind. I had to make sure my kids watched it a thousand times. Check this out. Like, yeah, dad, yeah, dad, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It, things amaze me. But then we read things in the Bible like the virgin birth, and we just fly over that like it's nothing, no big deal. We fly over the fact that Elisha took a stick and threw it in the river, and an axe head floated. I mean, just stop and think about the things that God did for people. And he did it because this guy was concerned because he borrowed the axe from a friend and it's, he lost it. He did amazing things for people when, when God was bringing Paul and Silas out of prison. And the Bible says that Ariel's Peter out of prison and Peter's going and, and this angel's with him. And the Bible says that they came to a gate and it unlocked by itself. What? Angel comes up. Doop, doop. But see, we see that in movies all the time. You see, God is an amazing God who will move on behalf of his people. And I think we just lose that sense of, wow. Because this is just my personal opinion. But I think it's easier to, to lower God than it is to believe in who he really is. Because what if we get disappointed. 
What if he doesn't do it? What if it doesn't come true? And so it's easy to put our expectations lower. It's easy to put them lower and say, oh, okay, God, okay, good. You know, sometimes we may say, oh, God, please just give me a, a good day. You know, I got to go drive and, and, you know, just make sure the weather's good. Well, yeah, you know, that's a great prayer. But what if it was specific? There's a time when, you know, back when in my neighborhood, it was a pretty bad neighborhood and my dad would work the nights. And, and so, you know, we were there. There's always people fighting. There's always gangs. It was just a bad thing. I, my, my mom and dad never had to tell us to be inside before dark. We just knew it, you'd be inside before dark. It was a dangerous neighborhood. And, and so there was just all types of drugs and gangs and activities, and it was just a horrible situation. And right next door, right next door, there was a party being, being uh, done, and it's Reginald. And Reginald, you know, Reggie, he's He's throwing this party and he got all his friends and they're just drinking and doing drugs and the music is just blasting and it's starting to spill off into our yard. And my mom is home with me and my three sisters and she's getting nervous. So she, she does exactly what we would do as Christians. She pulls out her smartphone. They weren't invented back then. Pulls out her smartphone and looks at the app and says to the weather, huh, 80% chance of rain. Okay, I'm going to pray for rain. No. She didn't do that. She just said, God, please help us. Please help us. God, protect us. God, protect us. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this huge thunderstorm happens, <sighs> pours down, and it starts raining. And the next thing you know, the party's gone. My dad calls her later on. He's not saved at the time. My dad calls her later on and says, hey, how's it going? Good. Well, there was this party that was going on, but, but a rainstorm came. And he's like, what rain? There's no rain because back in the day you would read the paper and you look and see what today's forecast was. He goes, there's no rain. Yeah, it just rained. And it rained. Why? Because God answered it. He is an amazing God who will move on behalf of his people. And I think it's easier sometimes if we just lower the expectations so we don't get disappointed instead of putting them up. I don't know about you, but I believe scripture and the scripture tells us that those who put their hope in the Lord will never be put to shame. You may be embarrassed and you may go through confusing times. You may go through hardships you don't understand. People may mock you. People may not understand what in the world is going on. But if you put your hope in God, he is not going to disappoint you. He is not going to put you to shame. He is going to stay with you because he loves you. Don't ever lose the awesomeness of God. Don't ever lose the amazement of God. Don't ever read your scripture and think that these are just good stories. It is God saying, if you want to know me, check me out. I'm the guy who inspired the man to build the boat before the flood came. I'm the guy who promised a son to a father who was beyond his years and to a woman who didn't even believe it was going to happen. And after 25 years, I showed up and I did it. I'm the God who saves, I'm the God who makes, I'm the God who creates, I'm the God who does the impossible. Who does the impossible. I was here this morning praying and I was reflecting on some things from my past that God has promised. And as I was here praying and reflecting on these things, I refused to lower God. And I said, God, you promised these things, things that are impossible. And I said, but Lord, you, 
you've humbled me over the years and you've broken me and you've, you've put me through the grinder. And I remember asking the Lord one time, I said, God, why is my family going through this? It's needless. Why would you ask me to do this? Why? And you know what his response was? He said, because you were willing. You see, all God wants are people that are willing to obey, to trust, to hope. And so I said, God, I am willing to do whatever you want, but I know that you will do what I can't, and I will trust in you. And I'm telling you, sometimes it feels like we've come to the edge and the, the last straw. We've come to that point where we just can't do anymore. You know what God says? Good, because now I can start. You've been trying to work it out yourself. You've been trying to make it happen. You've been trying to do all these things, and you never let me have a chance. Will you just let me drive for a little bit? Just let me drive. Just let me do it. You see, God wants us to be people who obey and love Him and trust Him. To be people who are not concerned about the things around us because we're with our Heavenly Father. Don't be concerned about the things we go through because we are with someone who will never abandon us and never forsaken us. This is one of the most motivating things that I have in Scripture that God spoke to me just before the miracle of 2020. Psalm 91, it says this, verse 14, Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him, I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name, and he will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. If you notice how this starts, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. The person that stays in the presence of God, the person that stays with God through thick and thin, the person who is committed and will never dwell, never leave, and just, just hold on and just stay with Him, that person, God says, because He loves me, because she loves me, I'm going to rescue them. I'm going to protect them. I'm going to do these things. Why? Because they know who I am. They know that I'm God. And when they call on me, I love this. And when they call on me, I will answer. When they call on me, I'll be there. How many times you call people, they don't answer? Right? Hey, give me a call. I don't want to talk to your voicemail. You don't, know, you don't know how many times my wife lies to me. Because every time I get her voicemail, this is Cheryl Lee. No, it's not. Where are you? We call on God. And God says, because he has been in my presence, because they are with me, because she loves me, I'm going to rescue them, protect them, acknowledge my name. And when they call on me, I will answer. I want you to know this, that when you pray, when you put your faith and your hope in God, he will answer. I don't care how much it seems impossible. That's where he begins. I can't understand how God does what he does. I don't understand these things. I, I would sometimes compare myself with other preachers and I say, man, that guy's a jerk. And look at his church. That guy doesn't even read his Bible. I don't know. 
But that guy, why would you? And I used to do that when I was young in ministry. And God would just slap me upside the head and says, Pete, I've asked you to walk the path that I've asked you to walk. Will you trust me? Would you let me lead you? You see, God wants us to be people who stay in his presence, who dwell with him. Because when you do that, he says, you call on me, I'll be there. You call on me, I'll be there. My son was up in the cities and he called and said, Dad, I said, I have a battery light on my car, my truck. Now, this is back when our whole family was sick. And um, I mean, we weren't diagnosed, but, you know, we obviously had COVID because we couldn't taste. I meant three times a day. I ate a whole bunch of food, couldn't taste nothing, but I kept trying. Right. And so we were sick a couple years ago. We were sick with COVID and, you know, and Tony came home because he got it. He tested positive up at school and he comes home and blah, 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 gives it to us all. And we all get sick and we're there. And, and I was out Wednesday. I mean, I was out. Thursday, I was out. Friday, I woke up feeling great. I did. I woke up feeling good. I was like, oh, man, this stuff's good. You know, whatever it was, I feel great. I feel ready to conquer the world. And then Pete calls and said, Dad, I got a battery light. And I said, hey, I'll be there. And, you know, my wife, you're just getting over being sick and you shouldn't go. And I said, no, I'll be there. You know, I, they, this is the only vehicle they got. They need it. They work. They got a job. They got to they gotta do it. So I go up there and and uh, sure enough, his alternator went out, and so we went and replaced that. I come home the next day. I felt miserable for a whole week. That boy had the flu and didn't even tell me. He just got me sick. I went from COVID to the flu. I was probably the only person in 2020 that got the flu. I got it. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. But you know what? He knew who to call. He knew who to call because his dad would be there for him. You got to know who to call. Your father who loves you says, you call on me and I will answer you. This is what I love the most. I will be with him in trouble. God didn't say he was going to, we call on him and he'll answer us and he will remove all these bad things that we go through. No, he says, I'll be with you. I'll stand with you. I'll be with you. That's how much he loves you. That when you call on him, he will answer. And when you are in the times of trouble with relationships or health or finances or circumstances, whatever it is, you call on me, I will be with you. I will be with you. There's nothing more than just knowing that our God is with us. Just being in his presence and knowing that the creator of this world who made everything possible has enough time and enough, enough love and enough compassion to take a break from controlling all of this and spending a moment with us. He said, I'll be with you. In times of trouble, I will be with you. And I will deliver you and honor you. Now this is hard especially when you go through difficult moments because the first thing we want to do is we want to put our head down because we're going through a hard time and we don't understand why. I remember so many times I would sit there and just be frustrated because of God, why, why God, why? And I remember I was at a basketball game one time. I couldn't even afford 
the ticket to get in to watch the game. So I volunteered to sweep the floors just so I could watch the game. And I'm sitting there and I'm sweeping, you know, and people are making fun of me, all the people that I know. Hey, look at you. Finally, you're doing something you can handle, you know. Oh, you missed a spot. And I remember just with my broom, just me and my broom, just standing against the wall and I looked around. I said, everyone was happy. Everyone was happy, having a good time watching their kids. They couldn't play. It was like fourth grade basketball. They can't play, but they're all happy. Everyone's good, and they're all talking, asking where they're going to go out to eat and all this, and here I am standing next to the broom. Me and the broom. And I started to put my head down. God said, Pete, look around. Look around. Who am I standing next to? You. He says, I'm with you, son. Put your head up. Me and the broom and God. You see, he'll be with us. He'll stand with us. He will deliver us. And he will honor us. He will hold us up proud because this person, this son, this daughter chooses to dwell with me. And do you think that I'm going to ignore them when they call on me? Do you think I'm not going to deliver them when they need me the most? Do you think I'm going to turn my back on them? I love them. Look it. This is my son. This is my daughter. This is my child. Then it says, with long life I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. God wants us to put all of our faith and trust in Him. In 2012, when my wife and I were getting ready to start this journey, I was put in a terrible situation. I didn't know what to do before I even quit my other job that was supporting my family. I was put in a terrible situation. I didn't know what to do. And on one, one path, I knew what I was supposed to do, but my boss was asking me to do something I, I knew I shouldn't do. And I called for advice. I called different pastors. I called my pastor, and I said, what do I do? He says, well... You know, if you honor your boss, you're just doing it for your boss. And I know that you don't want to do it, but if you just honor him and do it that way, you know, he's asking you to do it, not you don't want to do it, but he's asking you. So just, just do it out of respect for your boss. That's probably the best thing. I said, okay, thank you. And, and I, just, I just didn't want to do it, though. So finally the moment came where I was put in the situation I had two paths to go. Do what I know what I should do or do what the boss is telling me to do. And I was so nervous. Picked up the phone, getting ready to make the decision. And before I could say a word, they said, oh, by the way, don't worry about this. We got it. And I never had to deal with the problem. And immediately the Lord spoke to me this. 
There is no plan B. Follow me. Because there is no plan B. And if you just stay on the path that I have you going, if you just trust me, you don't have to worry about what to do or don't do. You just stay with me. There is no plan B. I'm going to make it work out. God wants us to follow him. And he wants to satisfy us. And I'll tell you, over these last 10 years, things have been great. Not perfect, but great. Why? Because through even the hardships and the difficulties and the long winter months, God has been faithful. And every time we've called, he's answered. Every time we needed him the most, he's been by our side, telling us, lift your head up. You're my child. I got this. And when we need him the most, he will deliver us and he will honor us and he will satisfy us because God loves you that much. Don't ever lose the amazement of God. If you get discouraged, and I know that that happens, when you get discouraged, turn back to the Word of God and start looking for things that will help you lift yourself up and say, no, 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 this is God. This is God. When your heart starts to wander, when your, your mind starts to doubt, no, 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 no. This is God. This is God. Stay with him. Stay in his presence. Let him be your refuge. You remember how this started off? Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, get back to the presence of God. You get back to the presence of God. And when those feelings, emotions, and thoughts start raging, get back to the presence of God. And Because at the very end, he is going to answer you when you call. He is going to protect you, deliver you. He is going to honor you. Because you dwell with him, and he is your God.